Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. To the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. So without further ado, let's get into today's show, Letting Go of the Anxiety Story. And isn't it interesting because anxiety is a story. Um, It is a story that we have told ourselves is real. Now, what we're feeling is real. The physical symptoms are real. The thoughts are real. But the story and the belief is a story. There is something that we have attached to that with further examination, we can begin to see the holes in it, just like Swiss cheese. It's like, whoa, this isn't as solid as I thought it was. So we buy into what our thoughts are telling us about our experiences. Obviously, the experiences are real, physical sensations are real, and thoughts are real, but we buy into the thoughts. And as you have heard me say over and over again on the podcast, every thought that we think is not true or every thought doesn't have to be true. Some thoughts are true. Some thoughts are not true. And it is our wise mind and the examined mind that gets to decide which ones we are buying into and which ones we are letting go of and not spending any more energy or time with. Like I said, this body sensations are real and the thoughts are there and they are real because they're there, but they are not all true. So what we want to begin to do is to look and ask ourselves, ask yourself if you can respond differently to that old story. Now, I'm sure most of you have had um, an opportunity to see your own uh, anxiety as a story, something you may have told yourself over and over again, and it gets repetitious. And what you begin to see is that you've, you've said it so many times that you really believe it. It becomes very real. That becomes who you are. And we have two sides of ourselves that we can feed. We can feed the good thoughts, the thoughts that help us grow. Or we can feed the the negative thoughts. And, and what do I mean by feed? It's by what we give attention to, what we spend our time with. Like a garden, are you watering the 
plants or are you watering the weeds or you know are you paying attention to what you're doing I mean, when we don't pay attention to our thoughts we everything gets our attention right we believe every thought that goes through our head but when we give a little bit more attention closer examination we can begin to see what thoughts and experiences go together we had an experience and what did we think about it what thoughts about that experience do we want to cultivate? So before I go any further, um, because I mentioned the good thoughts and the bad thoughts, I thought I would read the Native American story about feeding a painful wolf or a compassionate heart. A Native American grandfather was talking to his grandson about how he felt. He said, I feel as if I have two wolves fighting in my heart. One wolf is the vengeful, angry, violent one. The other wolf is the loving, compassionate one. The grandson asked him, which wolf will win? Who will win the fight in your heart? The grandfather answered, the one I feed. And I know we have talked about this on the podcast before, but it is these stories that when we bring them to mind over and over again, we begin to be able to make more and more sense of what it is we're trying to do to clear our anxiety and panic. So what is it that we go on? Uh, Do we go on the unedited experiences or do we go on believing an experience that we have added judgments and negative talk to. That would be the bad wolf. That's the one we don't want to feed. We don't need to add to our experience. We can just let the experience be. We don't need to add judgment and negative talk to it. And this is where we get into trouble. It is, um, it's all added. The experience was the experience period. We don't need to embellish it with judgments and negative talk that makes us feel very anxious, very stressed. So there's a a exercise that we can do to watch the thoughts. Picture yourself in an auditorium with a stage in front of you and walking across this stage one at a time is going to be one thought after another. And the practice is to just watch these thoughts. See your thoughts as walking across the stage of your mind. And you're sitting in the audience simply watching. You aren't involved with them. See them on the stage. Each one, it comes in, it walks across the stage, and it walks off the stage. It is simply passing through. It is no more or no less important than the last thought. So there is no need for action with each of these thoughts going across the stage, nor is there any reason to fear them. They are simply thoughts walking across the stage. This is a beautiful practice to do every day if you can spend a few minutes. And if you could do it during your other meditation, that's great. You can 
tag this on at the beginning or the end just to spend a few minutes of letting the thoughts uh, come across the stage of your mind and seeing each one because the thoughts want to be recognized. They're there. We do recognize them. And to see them come, recognize them, and watch them go, remembering over and over again that each one of those thoughts is no more or less important than the last one. We are just simply watching the mind create thoughts and watching them evaporate or leave the stage. No need for action with each of thought and no need for fear with those thoughts. They are just thoughts. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So this can help us to see our thoughts and our um, self-talk as to what is a story and what is a real experience. Being able to know when you're adding to the experience, when you're adding negative self-talk, when you're adding judgments can be huge. It's a great time to be able to catch yourself and see, and you may be doing this when you're doing the few-minute meditation of the thoughts going across the stage. You may find yourself grabbing a hold of one of those once you've recognized the thought And saying to yourself, oh, well, that's a bad thought, or that's something I really like, uh, I'm afraid of that, and why am I thinking that? I'm only going to scare myself now. When you see yourself doing that, you're already judging the thought. You're not being neutral with it. So simply label what you're doing as judgment. It's judgment. It's okay. It just is. And this is where we get caught often, when then we get hard on ourselves because we had a judgment and then we're spinning down the wormhole and next thing we know we're all tied up with anxious thoughts and feelings. And all we started to do was to watch thoughts walk across the stage. So let's see it again. We see a thought. It walks across the stage. We grab it, 
start sort of fussing with it, maybe being afraid of it, but that is us judging it. That is us taking action with the thought. So we say, ah, there's judgment. Again, with a neutral and curious mind, seeing what is happening, which is judgment, and letting it go. So let both that thought and the judgment of the thought walk together off the stage. Because as the mind works, there will be another thought following right behind it. We can all be assured that we have many, many, many chances to practice because thoughts come one after the other. Like waves in the ocean, you cannot stop it, but we can look at it and watch it. And this is a beautiful practice. You will be surprised, I believe, with how much you add to each thought that goes across. And that is when we start building stories in our life. Each experience that happens, we begin to add more to it. We begin to embellish it. And normally, with the mind being what it is, it's sort of rigged for negativity, right? The mind is like Velcro for negative thoughts and like Teflon for positive thoughts. So we get stuck with those negative thoughts. And it is leading us to tell a negative story. And the more we tell ourselves that negative story or review it in our mind, the more we believe it. And a a belief is nothing but a thought that you, you think over and over again. And then it becomes a belief. I believe that I am afraid of driving. I believe that heart palpitation means I'm having a heart attack. I believe that when I'm warm, that I'm going to faint. None of that is truth. Those are things that we have believed and have embellished an actual experience with a negative thought. And now we've thought it so many times that it has become a belief. So it pops up immediately and it uh, it's like the thought came, the body reacted, and we're having anxiety physical anxiety symptoms because we have stress hormones racing through our body yet again. But it was simply an experience. I'm warm. Does that, we want to examine those. We want to take that experience of being warm just as a thought walking across the stage. Let warm body walk across the stage and go without adding any judgment or negative talk to it. Just let it be and let it go. It's okay. Even if you have fainted in the past, it doesn't mean that you will this time. Another one is the the racing heart. I believe that this means I'm having a heart attack. It is simply because what has been attached to that sensation when it when it's walking across the stage of your mind as a thought I'm the racing heart thought you've added to it so many times in the past that it immediately sets off anxious 
feelings because of the stress hormones that are now coursing through your body. So how do we change that? We get neutral with it. We say that what I'm experiencing is a racing heart. I am experiencing a racing heart. There's no judgment about it. Racing heart is walking across the stage as a thought in my mind, as an experience in my life, as a feeling in my body. And I'm just going to let it walk across. We don't add anything to it. We don't grab it and get into action with it or try to wrestle it to the ground. We don't get involved with it. Just let it be. The same with being warm. Whatever your physical symptoms are, it's okay. They're going to come, especially as you're moving out of your anxiety panic. You're going to have those times where those feelings all rise again. And as you practice over and over again of not adding more story to it, of not adding more negative talk to it, of not watering the weeds or feeding the bad wolf, you will begin to see that there can be neutrality around this. It can just be an experience. It doesn't have to be judged. And so I'm hoping that this visualization of sitting in an auditorium and watching your thoughts and your experiences walking across the stage and you are simply watching them. You're not involved with them. You're not adding to them, putting more costumes on them. You're just in the audience observing and letting them come, recognize them and let them go. Different things work for different people. So I keep sharing um, creative and new ways of observing the mind, observing the endless thoughts that come. So use this practice a few minutes in the beginning of your meditation or a few minutes somewhere in your meditation or use it as a separate little meditation. Uh, it's a great practice because then it becomes automatic, just as automatic as having our body immediately go into a stress response when we think about our racing heart. Eventually, when we start to see racing heart in a more neutral way, peace and calm become the default. No longer are the stress hormones coursing through our body. It becomes peace and calm. That is our new default. But it just takes practice. And our mind and our brain do change with what our life and activities and actions are. So again, I encourage you to cut out some time, carve out some time in your daily life to sit quietly and spend some time examining your thoughts as they come and learning to let them go. I hope this was helpful. I hope that you will let us know if you have any questions. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.